Hey everyone, this is your host Josh Baker with the Intelligent Conversations podcast where we believe everyone has a form of intelligence that resides within them. Our goal is to encourage these type of conversations for our audience to listen to. Without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today I have the honor to speak with Roger Williams. Roger has over 30 plus years in the teaching field and has recently decided that's not how he wants people to remember him. He currently helps people create and complete items on your bucket list. Roger is one to be intentional about life and hopes that he can help you achieve the same thing. So Roger, thank you for coming on today, but I want to dive right into this. What kind of motivated you to shift from teaching, youth development to all the way to what you're doing today. Yeah, so back in 2020, in the midst of um, lockdown and having a little bit more time to think about things and not be able to go out and do stuff, um, I also had a heart attack December 2020. And um, coming out of that, I really just was asking, how do I define myself? And throughout the 50 years of my life that I had defined myself by what I did and who I worked for. And so I just really wanted to reclaim that and say, okay, well, what is it that I want to be? Who's, how do I want to be known by? And so I literally went to all my socials, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, everything, and just said, I am now the head crosser offer of my bucket list. And that's what I want to be known for. When people ask me what I do, I said, cross stuff on my list. So um, yeah, that's, it was just a big change of finding, you know, where, where do I find myself worth and not finding it in the you know, 40, 50 hours that I sell somebody as labor, but really saying, okay, well, you know, I've got after sleep and work, I got 70, 80 hours. What, well, I want to be known for those 70, 80 hours. I want to be known for those 40 or 50. Okay. Yeah. That, that's awesome story. Thank you for sharing that. That was, yeah. uh, I, it, it kind of reminded me as you were talking about that. I think a lot of people, I mean, especially my audience, they're in this point in their life where mm-hmm. they're deciding what am I going to, do with my life right and i some of the, some of the things that i think come up is things like you said like all right what's what's my bucket list so i know this is pretty basic but how would how would you help someone you know organize and structure a bucket list do you just write it down or does it need to be actionable goals yeah definitely the last thing you said is super important um i don't i don't pretend to know what people should put on their bucket list or how they should create them. Everyone's got different ones. I have a friend that just has a bucket list of wanting to play at a golf course in all 50 States in the United States. Like that's his list. There's nothing else on his list. That's his list. Um, My list is like seriously diverse and, and, and crazy and lots of different aspects. But at the same time, most of the stuff on my list has to do with community and building community of some kind. Mm -hmm. So it's, so it's all, everybody's list is different. The, The biggest thing I would say is just write it down, right? We, we go through life, you know, especially when you're young, like yourself, and you've got all these things you, you're doing and trying to figure out where you're going, we forget just to make the simple list, right? And and this, those things get lost because there's so many other things grabbing for our attention, whether it's social media or it's our jobs or whatever it is. There's so many things that, you know, family are just begging for our attention that take us away from our ability to like, remember that, oh yeah, I said I wanted to do that, right? Or I said <laughs> I thought that'd be cool. So one of the things that I did after, you know, after I changed my um, my my job title was to was to actually sit down and create a list. Of, and there have been 
lots of things on in my head. Like you said, a lot of tons yeah. of stuff on my head. Um, but I wrote down a list and I put it on my mirror in my bathroom. And, and so every morning I see it, uh, you know, it's, it's my to-do list. And so, I, you know, I'm like, okay, what's the next thing? How am I going to accomplish these tasks? And, and, and like you said, it has to be actionable, right? Dream boards or vision boards or all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think they have their place in motivation, which is great, but actually having a list that you can actually cross something off and feel like I accomplished something is just so empowering, right? It's just, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's a, that was empowering in my job, like in my day to day job of just making a list every day of saying, okay, what well, I need, and you're crossing those things off, I'm like, oh, I accomplished stuff today. And so I kind of took that principle into into this bucket list idea of just like, you know what, I need to be able to cross them off. And the story that I tell is, uh, saying live from New York at Saturday Night Live. Is something that I've always thought would be like the coolest thing in the world to do, right? Is to be on yeah. that stage on that cold open skit and being able to say those words. The reality is there's less than a thousand people that have ever lived that have said those words, less than a thousand people. So my chance of being able to say that pretty slim, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I have people push back and go, well, don't, don't kill your dreams. It's like, it's, that's what it is. It's a dream and it can still be a dream, but having it be actuated is completely something different. So another, so something that is on my bucket list is that I would like to be an extra in a star Wars TV or movie. And I think I could probably get that done. I mean, throw a stormtrooper helmet on me, you know, put, there you me, go. In, put me in a job on Java mask. I don't, I don't have to be seen. I don't have to have speaking parts. Just, I want to be on set and I, I want to do something and want to be able to just say I did that. So I think I could probably get that done. Like if I could really put some time and energy into it, I think I know enough people in LA I know, I know, I know people, I know, know the business. I could probably get, make my way onto that set somehow, but, but just, you know, it's, but that's actionable, right? I mean, like if I want to do it, I could do it, you know, sitting here saying, how do I get to say Saturday, you know, live from New York Saturday Night live? Well, I have to be, you know, I have to be a movie star like the rock or I have to be Tom Brady or I have to be. <laughs> Yeah, which one is, of those crazy celebrities. Yeah, yeah, which is never going to happen. It's just absolutely, it's just not going to happen. So, so they need to be realistic and achievable, like you said. It's really super important. Yeah, I thank you for sharing that. I mean, some of those dreams, I don't. I'm, I'm one that I like to set my goals so high that mm -hmm. I almost like don't accomplish them. But I'm a lot farther than what I anticipated sure. I would be later on, and. It's funny you mentioned Star Wars. I'm actually a pretty big Star Wars fan as well. I like, I'm, I'm into that stuff. So that that's kind of mm -hmm. just a side note there. I, I think that's so cool. You want to be an extra. I'm, I'll be looking for you in the, the next <laughs> in the credits. upcoming. Yeah, the credits. I'll <laughs> yeah. be looking for you. But yeah, I I I know you mentioned uh, towards the beginning that there's a lot of distractions that you know kind of come out. And how do you help? I guess people really just hone in on what it is they really want. Cause I think I've talked with a lot of kids and some of them are like, yeah, this is a cool dream, but like, mm -hmm. how, how do I know what I actually want? Cause once they start putting in the work, it's like, Oh wait, I don't know if I actually want this. So how, what would be right. your advice to help someone figure out what it is they actually want? Yeah. I, I think um, some of the first steps when you're thinking about putting together a bucket list is what are you already into? Right. So you're already into star Wars. That could mean a thousand different things, right? What are some of the things surrounding Star Wars? Is it to go to a premiere of one of the movies? Is it to be in London on May 4th, you know, and go to the studios there where it was filmed? And what, what are some of the things you could think of 
that your stuff you're already into that would be fun or exciting or that would you know bring you joy right that's the biggest thing is Mm -hmm. is it going to bring you joy and so like like i'm a huge professional wrestling fan so i um it's like one of the things on my bucket list is i want to go to mexico city and see a a triple a lucha libre card at arena mexical right That, that that would just be super fantastic fun for me and so there's several things on my bucket list that are surrounding that surrounds um uh, just max, uh, just, just wrestling in general. And so, uh, but like I, you know, you, you talked about my show and, 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 you know, people, I have people on that have done all different kinds of things and that's kind of the purpose, right? I don't judge anybody's bucket list. I, you know, I have someone that they're, they're had on their list to get Arnold Schwarzenegger's autograph. There was somebody that had on their list to raise a million dollars through their artwork. They had somebody that, um, wanted to learn how to tap dance, so tap dance over the age of 60, right? So it's all about just what you're into. And it doesn't matter what you're into. And you can't judge other people's bucket list. I had recently on my bucket list to get knuckle tattoos, right? And so, so I crossed that off. It's not probably going to be on everybody's bucket list because not everybody's going to be into knuckle tattoos, <laughs> the pain or always them always being visible. So, you know, it, you, you have to like really look at the things that you're into and, and that you're already excited about and say, how does that, how does that impact me? And how do I want to, how do I want to live that out? That, that fandom, if you want to call it that or whatever it is. Um, and then the other thing I'm, I'm really into right now is, is we're recommending to people to talk to other people about their bucket list. Um, not to, not to like get ideas and like be competitive and like, I'm going to cross that off before you do. I mean, that's really American. I get it, but it's, but it's, um, but no, it's more of just like hearing people's process, right? Like, how do they come to like, why do you want, why was that on your list? And it's just like the show. It's like, why was that on your list? How did you get there? And how'd you, and, and how'd you cross it off? Or how are you planning on crossing it off? Those kind of things, just the process that people go through. I think you can learn from that. And so just having the conversation of what's on your bucket list. And some people might like, oh, I don't know what's on yours. And it's like, I don't know. Well, let's figure it out. Let's talk about it. What would you, what would you like to have on your bucket list? Why would you, you know, it's a great conversation to have with people and it's and it's funny to me that as i've taken this on in the last year that um i hear i hear so many people around me now are talking to their friends about their bucket list (laughs) yeah i was talking so and so so they want to do this i'm like that's great that's awesome you know so i I think that that's a a real key too is just talk to people about it because because a lot of people don't and you know especially your age you know for younger people it's like you're so far off from thinking about death and you know so yeah so change so change it to life goal list right i don't even care what you call the list right it doesn't matter to me so if you're younger and you want to just call it your life goal list fantastic you know just, and put stuff on it and cross it off right and again it's about making it a priority to use those 70 80 hours that are outside work and sleep to really define yourself and find yourself worth yeah i i totally i totally agree there and i might add to that that when they're setting up their life goal you're continuing to add stuff on that list as you're Correct. living out your life Yes. And I mean, as you get older, maybe your interests change, like, oh, maybe I'm more interested in doing this. And you start crossing off those things. And, and it, I think, I mean, you've, you, I can tell you're a happy person. I mean, it just leads to more joy <laughs> in life. Right. Yes. And exactly. I, I, I want to ask you this though. I, a lot of things that I see, like maybe on some people's bucket list or they say mm-hmm. they want to do it costs money, right? Like everything yep. in this world, nothing comes for free. So how do yep. they like fund some of these? Like they can't just always be in this mode of like, 
let's cross this off. Let's cross this off. How do you help them like get into that, like the funding to do some of these uh, things on their bucket list? Yeah. And I think that's a, it's a great question. And I've had it asked me several times and, it, and you know, it all depends on the person, right? So like I'm on, I'm on what I calling a, a an adult gap year. Right. I, I quit my job and I'm, I'm taking this year off. And, I'm, and, you know, the basic way to describe it to people who don't know what a gap year is, I'm just doing things that make me happy. Right. Um, that cost me a lot of money. And, it cost, and I had to take a bunch of money out of my, my retirement to get that done. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I did that, I crossed the Camino de Santiago off my bucket list. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's 790. Uh-huh. It's a 790 kilometer walk across the northern Spain and it starts oh, wow. Saint, it starts in St. Jean Pierre de Port and it, and it ends in, in uh, Santiago de Compostela. And it takes about 30 to 35 days, depending on how you do it. And so that's an expensive trip, especially if you're an American. A lot of my European friends, they'll like go down and do two weeks and then come back and do two weeks. And, you know, they can do it in chunks because they live right there. Flights are easy, cheap, you know, but for an American to do it, you have, you have to put up outlay a big amount of money. You have to take a lot of vacation or be in transition or something. And, you know, and it costs money and it's every day you're spending 50 to $60 a day over a 30 day period of time. That's a lot of money. And so I spent about a year every month putting away, you know, five hundred dollars. I just every I I live my life in such a in such a way that that it's small, and I can and I can do that right. I can put that five hundred dollars away every month and and figure out how to you know okay well now I've got enough money to buy my ticket now I have to fly there now I have enough money to get the train passes now I have enough money to set up some of the hotels I want to stay at now I have you know and now I have enough money to buy the gear that I need so and and planned it so that by the time I left I had enough spending money built up so that I could so I could go so you know saving is one way to do it. You know, a lot of it boils down to what I said is how small do you live your life? What, what is, are, are things more important to you than experiences or experiences and people more important than things? And that's so hard for Americans. It's just so freaking hard for Americans because again, it's where do you find your self-worth, right? Do you find your self-worth in the house or the car, you know, and all those things because you spend that money, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're going to make money and you're going to spend it. The choice is how you spend it. And what you spend it on. And so exactly. I just encourage people to, to like prioritize experiences over things and, and help them do that best they can. Yeah, I, I agree there. I think, I mean, things don't really give you anything, whereas experiences, those are some of the, like memories last forever. Like you can always reminisce or be around the campfire saying, yo, you remember that time that we did this, oh, yeah. and this and this, you can't really do that with a thing. It's just like, oh yeah, here's my 1945 vintage, whatever, whatever the coolest thing at that time is. Right. Yeah. And yeah, but I, I mean, I, I'll admit I am a little bit of a, uh, I, I, I mean, maybe that's just the American side of me talking. I am a little bit of a person that like, oh, that's that's a thing. That's actually something on my bucket list. And it, it's crazy, but I want to own a jet so I can travel the world, right? It's crazy, Nothing but wrong. I'm just like... Well, but yeah, but there's there's tension behind that, right? It's not like you're going to own a jet and park it in your driveway, 
It's true. <laughs> right. You want to, you want a jet for a purpose. Now I don't mm-hmm. want a jet, but I, but it's okay if you want a jet, but you're not going to park it in your driveway. Right. So that people oh, yeah. drive by and go, Oh wow, they got a jet. That makes no sense whatsoever. But if your goal is to have a jet so that you can travel the world and see different places and hopefully maybe take some people with you, that would be cool too. <laughs> that, that, you know, and build, build those memories, man, more power to you. I mean, that's, you know, go for it. But, but it's, again, it's that what's, what's the most valuable to you. I, I try to live as small as I can. I do have a, a, a small comic book collection that dates back to 1958 that has about 1200 comic books in it that I drag around with me all the time. But, but the, those, those are memories too. Right. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things that I did with that was to, uh, it's almost like four issues away from it being a complete collection. And, and so one of the things I did was, about 10 years ago, I'm like, I'm going to just everywhere I go, everywhere I travel, I'm going to look for the comic book stores. I'm going to try to complete this collection. So there's memories behind Mm -hmm. the places that I went. It's like, that was my, that was my souvenir, right? (laughs) Chicago, that became my souvenir. If I went to New York, that's my souvenir from New York. So, so it's got dual purposes. So I'm not saying you can't have things like that. I'm just saying that overall we tend to, you know, you know, for your generation, it's like, how many pair of Yeezys can you own? How many pair of, you know, mm-hmm. Jordans do you need? It's like, and if, and if that's your goal, great, but understand that that's all you're going to have from it, right? And so there are other things out in the world and, you know, maybe you just need one pair of Jordans. You don't need, you know, 50. Exactly. It's, it's the process of getting to that point. It's, mm-hmm. I think the journey is way more enjoyable than the actual results. Sometimes, and maybe that's that's kind of what you're getting at here. But like, let's use my example here. The journey to get the jet. I bet there's gonna right. be so many experiences that sure. I lead up to that. And then once I sure. get there, it'll be like, oh, cool, I I have it. Whoop de do. Right. But the right. next thing, it, it's the process of getting there that I'll be like, man, this is this is so enjoyable. And you'll look back and again tell those stories to other people. Like I did, did you that. Did- yeah. And you never know what that'll lead to. Right. So I did the Camino de Santiago and my intention, if you complete the whole thing or a hundred kilometers of it, you get a certificate of completion. Right. Which is so important for Americans to yeah. be able to say, I did it. Right. And some people go because it's a religious thing and they just want to see the old churches and be in that environment and walk the path that St. James body went. That's great too. For me, it was strictly the community. I wanted to go and build friendships with people around the world that I could maintain. And so like one of the things that happened was is I met this young couple. They they were actually from Portland, but they had their wedding in Costa Rica. It was a small um, destination wedding, and um, they only invited like fifty people. And I crashed it. Oh wow! I, I, yeah, about four weeks ago, I crashed their wedding. I knew where it was. I knew what it was. <laughs> and my my partner and I flew down there. We spent a week together, um, hanging out in Costa Rica, and then. The Saturday of the wedding, we showed up right after all the important events happened and they started the party and I showed up and I'm like, is it too late to object? And the the bride just went crazy. She screamed at the top of her lungs. She was just so excited that we were there and thought that was the craziest thing in the world. And, and so it's like, that's something I never would have been able to do, which mm-hmm. crashing a wedding was on my bucket list, but it was like, oh, <laughs> and we actually had the conversation with them on the Camino. A whole bunch of us were like, oh, we're all going to crash your wedding. And they're like, that'd be so funny. I'm like, all right, well, it's on. What's <laughs> 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 happening? Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Challenge them right there. That's, that's something. One, one, yeah. That's where I think me and you are similar. Once someone says, oh yeah, you can't do this. You're like, all right, watch me. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll show you. Hold my Mai Tai. 
<laughs> yeah. So I, I like what the thoughts are circulating here. So I want to ask you this, what's your goal setting process? I, I think that's really important to kind of get that actionable plan in place. So what is your goal setting process that you would, you know, recommend to others? Yeah, I think you need to, you know, you need to decide what's the most important and what's going to bring you the most joy, the quickest. Um, so like, like I know people that have bucket lists. It's just, I want to learn these 10 recipes, right? I just yeah. want to learn these 10. So the, for that person, it's like, to me, I tell them, what's the first one you want to, what's the first you want to try, right? What's yeah. the, what's the one that would bring you the most joy? of learning and figuring out, oh, I want to learn how to make Spanish omelets. Fantastic. I love Spanish omelets. Let's go. So what do you need to do? Well, you need to, you need to find a recipe. You need to get some, you know, go on the internet and learn a few things, go out and buy the ingredients and bring them home and, and try, and then try again because you're going to fail the first time. So <laughs> you got to try again and try again. And, you know, I, it's, it's hard to, you know, my process is a little different. I try to stack things as much as possible. So right now I'm, I'm on a three month journey through um, Costa Rica, Spain, Italy, uh, Israel, and London. And uh, while I'm on this journey, I'm visiting all my friends that I met from the Camino or a lot of them. And mm -hmm. then I'm also trying to write a book and I'm also promoting this podcast. And I'm also, you know, I mean, I try to stack things as much as possible, not without killing myself without, you know, having freedom yeah. because I also hired a virtual assistant before I left and said, okay, you handle all the, you know, day-to-day -day crazy stuff that I don't even like anyways with the podcast and, and we'll just keep it rolling. And so so yeah, I mean, it's just I think I think it's okay to stack things up, especially if they, they there's synergy behind it, right? So, so when thinking about this trip, I knew I wanted to be like stationary in in at least two cities for at least a month apiece, so that I could actually write. And so, so I picked cities that I knew weren't huge and have a ton of tourist attractions and all that kind of stuff uh, in Italy that. Um, we're still close to people that I could go visit them and hang out or they could come see me. So I, so when I booked my Airbnbs, I booked them big enough so that people could come on the weekends and hang out. You know, it's, it's, it's all just trying to stack those things up so that they're, they're not competing with your time, but they're actually just overlapping and, and fitting like, like a bunch of Lego blocks have, that have a purpose. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You have to, you have to find that purpose in order to, really know what what you want to do on this life like in this life and what you want like from like what what do you want to be remembered as i think that's a question a lot of people mm -hmm. ask They're like what what do i want to be remembered as and it's funny because i think oftentimes i mean i recently went to a funeral for someone that was close and i it, it's kind of interesting to see all those people come together and kind of mm -hmm. share stories because then right. all of a sudden it's like, wait, this is the type of person they really were. You even like, I was really close with this person. Right. And it's just like, man, I thought I knew you. Right. And it's like, no, you've lived a whole other life that I didn't even know. Yeah. And it's yeah. so nice to like come together in those big events and be like, oh my gosh, like this is the type of person you are. So I think we'll never really understand like the people around us, what, who they are. But I think at the same time, like it, it's it's a remarkable experience like those events as much as we don't like them sorry yeah, were you gonna no. say something there <laughs> just that well you we talked earlier and you know my dad's my dad passed away last week and i'm going to his funeral this week and this weekend and you know i mean people people i get tons of condolences from lots of people and 
I just said, you know, he wasn't perfect, but he was a good man. And I think that if we can get out of this world, I mean, he was a really good man and he, he really cared about people. He was never ingenuous. He, he, you know, he was always authentically himself. And if you met him and knew him, he, he was your friend. He never met a stranger. You know, he's just a good guy. Did he have problems? Did he have issues? Um, Was he always the best father or grandfather? No, but he was a good guy. And my opinion is if I can get out of here being at least, 60% 60% of a, as good of a guy as my dad was, I, I'll be okay. Right. And so, you know, and, and I am looking forward to this weekend of visiting with friends and because a lot of who I am is, is my dad, right. It's, it's the relationship building and all those things that he was really good at that I, that I sat back and he was an example for that. I, you know, I, I take pride in that those relationships of the people you know that are coming and that are going to be you know, seeing for haven't seen for a long time those relationships that i've maintained are because of my dad so they completely honor my dad because of without him i wouldn't have those relationships so so I, yeah i just you know and he he was a good salesman and he was a poker player and he was a lot of things but the bottom line I mean, he was a good man yeah, that. Thank you for sharing that. I I didn't mean to like right. share that, no but it it's yeah. It I I like that you mentioned that that you're looking forward to it. I think sometimes mm-hmm. we often like, oh man, like this is a sad day, and it, it is right. It's not yep. fun. It's yep. a heavy day, but at the same time, it's it it's enjoyable because you see, man, look how many lives this person's impacted. And like you said, yeah. overall, most people, I, I believe that 99.9% of people are good, like mm-hmm. people, like they, they, they're just yeah. people out there just trying their best and trying to make the most out of it. Yeah. So yeah, I want to, I want to drop the intelligent question of the day though. Sure. And that is, we've, we've mentioned failure is kind of a requirement, mm-hmm. but I want to ask you this, how would you help someone deal with failure? What would be the best way to kind of pick themselves back up and go right back at their bucket list after they experience failure. Yeah. It's, it's, what did you learn from it? Right. It pains, it stings. It's no fun. Um, but what did you, so what do you learn from it? What, where did you, where did you make a, uh, the wrong choice or where did you put too much emphasis or where, you know, where are those things, those, those learning moments inside of that failure that you can say, okay, so now we know not to do those things. So let's go again. Right. It's like the example of the, the cooking, right. You, you may have the heat on too high. If you're cooking a Spanish omelet and turn the sucker and not be able to turn it and you know, whatever it needs. And so the next time you turn the temperature down, right. And you keep going. And, and it's really that process of if you, you can't get to success without failure. You just really can't, you can't cross the item off without failure. You have to, you know, make it lucky, but you know, but it's, and go back into the star Wars thing about being in the, being an extra, you know, I'm sure if I get to the point where I'm saying, going to say like, I'm going to cross this off that, that I'm going to, have a lot of no's and I'm going to have a lot of people say, Oh no, I can't help you. Or, you know, the, the issue is, is if you, if you don't look at those things, okay, what did I do? What did I say that made them say no? Right. What, how do I present myself in a way that they said no? And how do I present myself now? So I can get a yes. Right. So I can keep trying. Cause if you, cause if you, you know, I hate, I, I hate sports analogies, but you know, the, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take. 
It's true. <laughs> and so, and so it's, it's failure is the key to success. You have to be willing to fail. And, and that's so hard in, in Western culture because people, you know, people want to see you fail. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, that's another piece of advice I would give is that um, don't tell, don't tell a lot of people about what's on your bucket list. Right. Tell the people that you know care about you and want you to succeed, but don't just share with everybody because 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 everybody wants everybody wants to like not see you succeed. It's not that they necessarily not don't want you to succeed, but they know they can't do it themselves or they won't do it themselves, mm-hmm. so they don't want anybody else to do it. So you have to be real careful on who you share those items with, um, and so that. W- when you're successful and say, I did this, then people can't go, Oh no, you can't do that. (laughs) You take take that away from them, right? You fail alone and succeed in front of everybody else. That's what I say. That's yeah. As much as that failure alone hurts, it's, it, it, it almost builds you up. And like, again, you said it's a learning experience. It's really helpful. So then the next time you go around at it, you have a higher chance of success. You just keep going at it. And then eventually when you get that success, Usually success speaks really loudly. So you won't have to do it on your own. Like someone has is having a conversation says, Oh, I, I'm thinking of doing this. And then you're like, Oh, wait, I've done that. Like I can, you know, right. and usually people that exactly. I've met most, most people I've met that have been successful, they genuinely want other people to experience the same as them. They're like, Oh my gosh, like I've done this too. Like you've got to try this. Right. They, right. they almost get so excited to like see someone else just as interested in like what they are interested in. And oh, it, yeah. it's, it's the coolest thing to see. So, you know, I hate, I hate to wrap this up. You've been sharing great <laughs> things today, but oh, you've mentioned your podcast. You've mentioned uh, other things. What's the best way people can reach out to you, uh, find your podcast, find, you know, your business, yeah. anything like that. Yeah. So um, the podcast is called the crossing it off podcast. It's available everywhere. Like everybody else's it's, it's um, you can even on Facebook mobile, you can listen to it on Facebook mobile app. Um, And it's a weekly, it drops Friday mornings, every Friday. And um, then if people, and like I said, it's more about other people's crossing their stuff off than me. So if you, but if you want to follow me and what I'm crossing off my bucket list um, and also make sure you get uh, notifications about the show, you can go to crosser.offer at Instagram. And that's where I um, post what I'm doing and some of my adventures and those kind of things and some tips and stuff. So yeah, that's where you can find me online. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you for sharing that. I know definitely once I'm done with this interview, I'm going to be <laughs> subscribing because This has been really fun. So Roger, thank you for coming on. I really enjoyed what you've had to share today. Josh, thanks for having me. And uh, when you get that check, give me a call. (laughs) I will for sure. We'll we'll be traveling the world for sure. I'll be looking forward to it. Let's go. All right. So everyone, that is Roger Williams. As you can tell, he's a very intelligent person, has great things to share with you guys. I would challenge you guys to subscribe to his podcast and, you know, subscribe to his message, write your bucket list, you know, get on it and go out there and cross off items on your bucket list. Stay tuned till next week. We have a great guest lined up for that week. See you guys next week and let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. 
we release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We could not have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and fill out the form there. Thank you guys again, and let's get after it.